Welcome to the Bosses Fuck Podcast, a no bullshit, no sugarcoating guide and discussion for female entrepreneurs and those who want to learn how to be boss in life and in business. I'm your host, Katie Seller, and I'm currently building my empire, which includes helping other women to be successful, break barriers, and live life on their own terms. So that's what we're here to do today. You ready, babe? Let's fucking do this. Oh, hey. (laughs) Fancy meeting you here again on a Wednesday. Um, Welcome back. Uh, We are now on episode 26. uh, And I wanted to talk to some... I wanted to talk to you today about something. (laughs) I told you, real raw. No bullshit, no sugarcoating. That was a fuck up. Um, (laughs) I wanted to talk to you today about something that I've been asked a lot. Um, The same as last episode. I want to, of course, make sure I touch on things that are like for newbies and people that are just starting. And then, of course, people who are further along, maybe stuck, things like that. So last episode, 25, if you listened, was about figuring out how to decide what you're going to sell or service you're going to offer. Well, today is all about fulfillment, um, fulfilling your orders and deciding when to outsource that. So from the time of inception of Metal Marbles uh, in December 2012, until December 31st of 2015, I packaged and shipped all my orders myself. I would spend hours into the night packaging the ship myself. And again, reminder, I was going to school full time, at least for the first like year, as well as working full time. And I continued working full time until last year. I think doing it yourself is all about the system Um, And sort of getting down this like system in place of how it all goes. So, you know, it's a little monotonous, but day to day, you know exactly the steps you have to do to get these orders out and hopefully in the quickest fashion to get the orders out to your customers and also so you're not spending all damn day doing them. I personally would print all packing slips and then go pull all merch and then start packaging the sh- in the shipping process. Um, and because I was doing this all out of my bedroom, didn't leave for much space. But I highly recommend if you can designate one room to your business, oh my God, I highly recommend it. Especially if you can get like a long table where you can lay out all your packing slips so you can like you know, take a few, grab what you need and then lay everything out. So it's stacked up on its packing slip, ready to go. Then you can get a label and then get them folded and the tissue papers, et cetera, et cetera, whatever you do (laughs) to put them all in a package and then weigh and label all and be done. I'm sure others have a more streamlined approach. That's just how I do it. I asked Kelly, our badass fulfillment queen, what her process is because she hustles her ass off and gets our orders out. So she said that she starts by uh, pulling each order from our shipping program um, and moving that into like a waiting status. So it's like ready to go um, and ready to ship. Um, And then she goes through and inserts the weights to determine like which package to use, etc. 
Uh, she then writes out customer notes, um, which we don't have all the time, but there will be some time where people will leave notes on orders um, and she handwrites those. And then um, she prints the pick list for that batch of orders so she knows what she needs to pull um, across the board, no matter what it is. And then prints out the labels and the packing slips, picks each item in that batch, labels packages, <laughs> uh, opens any item if it's like in a plastic bag that needs to be put you know, away um, and lays them out. And then all of our bangles go into an organza bag with our little circle card that has our quote on it. Um, and then she places, you know, items either in the organza bags or wraps cups in bubble and places them in boxes and basically like wraps each order per packing slip to get it done. Um, she then seals the package, puts it in the uh, USPS mailer bags or whatever it is to go to the office and boom, it's all done. So like she has a streamlined approach. She does everything in that order because that's what works for her. And also I assume because she's been doing this for so long is the most effective for her to get it done, start to finish. And judging by the rate she gets the shit out, I'm going to say it's the most effective. <laughs> I, I think you should absolutely Start by doing it yourself. Um, I've even said, like, before I sent all my shit to her, I'm like, I am not big enough for this yet. And I wasn't. <laughs> but it was like I knew something was coming, something bigger. And maybe because I had plans for bigger, for so much bigger, that, like, I knew I needed to do that. But absolutely start doing it yourself. But if you get to a point where it's slightly too much, bring on somebody to help, you know, a super like part-time person who can at least help you get those packages out. So you can then take that time to work during the day hours when it's important to connect with your customers, your vendors, your manufacturers, etc. Like, if you are spending all day packaging orders, and then you're actually sitting down to work after 5 p.m., you're not going to connect with a whole lot of people outside of maybe customers on social media, but important people you need to maybe have calls with or talk about, you know, orders or whatever it is, like you're not going to have that time. When it's time to really move on and or truly hire a team is when your time is better spent elsewhere. And I've talked about this before in delegating. When it will be more profitable for you to have somebody else do the fulfillment is when you should do it. You know, because Melissa had sort of trickled in the idea of a rebrand to me, I sort of knew that might be where we're heading. Um, and like, I knew that that work was coming my way. And thank goodness, because January, the same month I shipped all of my shit to Kelly, was the month that we dove headfirst into the Metal Marvels rebrand. Had I done both, the rebrand most likely would have suffered, which in turn means that my success would have suffered. So I cannot stress it enough. Like, don't be afraid to grow. If it is time, you'll feel it. 
and you have to take that jump because the outcome will be so worth it. And you could feel it. Like, you know, when you are being pulled too thin because you're spending time on this, which like, obviously orders need to get out, but there's so many other things that you could be focusing on than like the monotonous task of fulfillment that like it would benefit you greatly to have somebody else doing that. And it's funny because I just pulled up the numbers because I wanted to see sort of like where I was at. (laughs) So it was Black Friday 2015 that I was like, oh, my God, I can't do this anymore. Like I packaged up until, I don't know, like 3 a.m. a few nights in a row from that sale. But like from starting earlier in the day (laughs) and I was like, nope, I need help. Like I am growing And I think I knew something big was coming because, like I said, Melissa had sort of hinted at my rebranding. Melissa's my business guru, if you haven't listened to the past episodes. If you haven't listened to the past episodes, go back. Start over. (laughs) To the very beginning, number one. Um, But it's funny to see because at that point, you know, that, that, that moment of my freak out of like, oh my God, I cannot do this anymore. I need somebody else to do this. I was only doing 200 orders a month. 200 orders. And that was it for me. Like, I was fucking done. I was at my limit of how many I could package in a day and not want to, like, scream. (laughs) The craziest thing is after the rebrand launch, we jumped up 10 times that amount. Like, that's nuts. Uh, And our monthly sales numbers, too. Our monthly sales numbers grew 10 times. Which is crazy because I freaked out then versus had I like kept going. And if I had to package 2,000 orders in a month, I would have died. Like me. And uh, fulfillment is not my strong suit. And that was the thing. I knew fulfillment was not my strong suit. So I got it off my plate. And it's, it's so fucking crazy to see because had I kept going and like doing it, Oh my God, it would have stunted my growth because I wouldn't have had the time for the rebrand and rebrands. Let me tell you are fucking intense. It was six months straight of just working on figuring out my brand, where I wanted to be with the brand, what I wanted the brand to be and what I wanted it to mean and the products and like, et cetera, et cetera, 500 different things, six months straight, like focused on mostly just that. So like, I can't even imagine had I tried to keep doing fulfillment and rebrand, it would have gone terribly wrong. (laughs) But I am convinced that Kelly is a fucking magician because she gets orders out ridiculously fast. Like I'll have a huge sale in my, like in our VIP group, they'll post a picture like an hour later of, like hour or two later of their uh, shipping confirmation. And they're like, what the fuck is happening over there? Like, how are my, how's my order already going out? Like I just placed it two hours ago and it's nuts. She does that frequently, which is obviously good for me and good for business, but it's still crazy. Um, and my fulfillment team is an in-home family run woman owned business, you know? So she's raising kids and new kitties and a husband and a household Yet, 
getting my flash sale orders out in the blink of a fucking eye. Like, legit, I think she's like Superwoman. It's it's nuts. I tell her all the time. I'm like, I don't understand. Because <laughs> I would be... I would be flat on the floor, like, throwing a tantrum, being like, I'm not doing this anymore. Because it's not my thing. Like, which is funny, because I'm, like, super OCD, so you would think the, like, organization of it, nah, it doesn't even pull me into it. I can't. Fulfillment is not for me. But I knew that, and I recognized that, and I got it off my plate. And I'm lucky, too, because she's all mine. Um, (laughs) Last year, like, I grew so much, and even, like, 2016, but last year was when it, like, really, like, solidified, okay, it's in this growth, and... November 30 or November as a month was 30 times 30, 30, 30, three, zero, three, zero times bigger than the November that made me move into fulfillment. Let that sink in. That's fucking insane. And I realized like I, I need her full time on this team. So we got an exclusive contract. Like, so she's officially metal Marvel's fulfillment And thank God, because, you know, world domination is coming. (laughs) And also, I don't want to die and do it myself. But I did a lot of searching when looking for her, and I got lucky finding her through a referral. And a lot of the big fulfillment houses are quite fucking expensive. So for a small business, which most of you are that are listening to me, um, small in size, maybe, maybe not in dollars. Maybe you sell a shit ton, but you're still a one person, two person team. I highly recommend bringing on full or part-time people and having in-house help for your fulfillment. Even if you have to grow eventually to a building or an office space, it could, and probably will be, cheaper than the large fulfillment houses. They charge astronomical amounts, let me tell you. I asked and it's awful. <laughs> but the biggest thing for like all of it. Of course, like hustle and do it while you can and while you have to. The minute that you can feel the pull that like your time is better spent elsewhere because you're getting so many orders or whatever that like It's taking up too much of your time, which is better spent somewhere else. That's when it's time to bring on some help. Again, whether it's part-time or full-time, somebody that can come in and actually help you do that so you can focus on what needs to be done. But the biggest thing of all of this is to not be afraid of growth. I know it's change and it's fucking scary and it's money spent, and it's all of that wrapped into one. And trust me, like, if you've listened to the beginning episodes, and if you haven't, again, go back and listen, I am a control freak. And (laughs) Kelly will tell you that in sending her my stuff, I'm like, first of all, I'm freaking out the fact that my inventory is no longer in my house. I can no longer see it. Second, I'm freaking out that it's in a mail truck somewhere like a UPS truck and sometimes they suck and I'm scared that all of my merch is in a in boxes and I can't touch it and then I'm also freaking out about the fact that I'm no longer going to see it that it's going to be in someone else's hands and she'll tell you because I was like freaking out I'm like this is going to be difficult you're going to have to you're going to have to work with me for a little while to know that like I'm might be a little micromanaging because I 
I'm going to freak out. Like this is so new to me, especially being a control freak, which makes it so much worse. (laughs) But we've obviously gotten past that. I mean, we started this in uh, December. Well, I sent everything to her very like end of December. So we started fulfillment January of 15. So, I mean, now we're at three and a half years. I trust her completely. Like, she has my merch. I keep telling her, I'm like, you're going to have to tell people to build you, like, an add-on to your house or, like, something. Because we're taking over. Like, and, and she knows. And I've told her, like, when I grow, you grow. Like, I want your business to grow. And that's with me growing. So, like, she's, good, like, you know, she's willing to work with me and grow with me and do all of that. So, like, it's lucky that she's not afraid of growth, <laughs> you know? And so, like obviously like it's scary. And, you know, especially in hiring somebody or finding a fulfillment center or whatever the case, like it's money spent and spending money is like scary at first, you know, you're not used to putting out expenses beyond the, like what you see as necessary. But like, trust me when I say that at a point, this is fucking necessary. But the flip side, the reward can so far outweigh the cost. Like the time that you'll have to spend on things when where your time is needed is epic return on investment. Like again, in doing the rebrand and going through that, or even if you're not doing a rebrand and you're just focusing on growing, if you're wasting hours a day, and I don't, I mean, it's not necessarily wasting, but if you're spending hours a day packaging orders to get them out, when let's say those five hours could have been spent marketing, testing ad campaigns, reaching out to influencers, or interacting with your customers, or whatever the case, like, think about where those hours could be spent and how those hours can actually like, make you money or bring you growth or bring you partnerships or bring you like, other things, you're not going to want to be bogged down with fulfillment. But again, hustle your ass off with fulfillment until you get to that spot where you can. Um, And again, you'll feel it like you'll feel that pull on your time. Don't be afraid to jump to that other side and actually embrace it and let someone handle it for you. Because trust me, it will be fucking game changing. Thank you so much for listening today. If you loved this episode, I would love it if you would leave a review on iTunes so more babes can find our podcast. And do not forget to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. Do you want more Bosses Fuck? You can follow us on Instagram at Bosses Fuck Podcast, or for even more, head to bossesfuck.com. Don't forget to join me back here next week for a brand new episode. And remember, always be boss as fuck. <laughs>